This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, we are a few hours away from kickoff with the Minnesota Vikings, but don't worry, you guys, Lori and Julia are going to keep you up to date on everything Hollywood until we get to some football tonight, because we might have a sports quarter tomorrow, probably not, because we've been doing too much sports lately. Well, you know we won't, because the damn Vikings will yeah. say something at the beginning yeah. of the hour. Of course. Of course. So, um, one of the things that, uh, you know, the internet is wondering about, Julia, is... Adam Levine and Tristan Thompson are competing for the title of the most scumbag things you can do to the woman carrying let's, your child. Let's revi- <laughs> revisit the Adam Levine thing. Yes. So his wife is pregnant with their third child. Yeah, they just told us that on Friday. Okay. And this Instagram chick by the name of Sumner Stroh decided to go on TikTok and talk about the time four years ago when four- she, she had an affair with Adam Levine. For a year. For a year. And in June, after months of having no contact, he Instagrammed her on June 1st and asked her if she would mind if he named his third child, if it's a boy, Sumner. What a dummy. <laughs> what a dummy. Bone. He gets away with it in the public eye. We don't know what happened in private. Right. And then sends her a text to revisit it. And then she flashes a text and sends it to her friends. Look at what she, she did a screenshot, screenshot. And she shared it with some friends. Flashes, and a friend, screenshot, yeah. same thing. A same friend thing. tried to sell it to, you know, Radar or right. TMZ or whomever, and she decides to jump out. And um, set the record straight. And set the record straight. And then trying to say that she was manipulated into the fair. We're not feeling sorry for her, but... Um, Twitter is very funny about this. Like, here's one. Can't believe y'all are canceling Adam Levine for being a cheater and not for making an entire song about using a payphone in the year 2012. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. What was that one? Call Me Maybe? Oh. No, that was Call Me Later. What was his payphone oh, song? I can't even think of it. Yeah. Uh, Katie Vernon, you know, local. Yes, yes, I, lover. She said, thinking back to 2019 when I made fun of Adam Levine, for being a sexist a-hole and she's up on stage, you know, with all these tattoos. Yes. It's pretty, pretty funny. Um, it's called Payphone, by the way. Yeah, it is. The <laughs> name of the song is called right. yes. uh, Payphone. And I mean, I've never liked that guy. 
You have an idea. I have never liked that guy. He's bugged me for years and years. He's annoying. I liked that first album, but that was so long ago. That first, yeah. Oh, it's the he, best that, album in the of, world, though. One of my good college friends, she was one of the male, uh, female models in one of the first major songs from that album. And we've talked about him personally, and she did not have a lot of nice things to say no, about him he, back then. Let, the only person I've Kat ever Perkins. heard, Kat Perkins, loved him on, on The team. Voice. Yeah. He said he was lovely to her. Um, for the lifelong maroon. Five haters. This is a huge day for them. They're really, really <laughs> I like happy about five. it. I do too. Um, I do. The only victim here really is his wife because um, it's you terrible. Know, it is. Uh, so anyway, but you know, can you imagine if you would have not? This would have never come out. They if he had the just baby, sent the dumb thing, and then that he actually did name this baby, and then you find out six months later that you're. Child's name is that? Oh, what a mm-hmm. Adam! That would be a little, uh, you know, doghouse if I've ever seen one. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's anyway, Twitter good. is funny. Yep. Twitter is I'm very sure funny. They yeah, they're very. Adam, it's... you know, we forgot to talk about because hmm. I don't think any of us are going to watch it. But Dancing with the Stars oh. is tonight on Disney Plus. Won't be watching. No, I'll read about it. Yeah, because I'm interested in Selma Blair. I... Oh, I'm bummed. I have, okay, so I'm bummed that it's not I am on too. ABC. I have to be I honest. We liked it last year. With the stars is on Disney Plus. My mom and her lady friends, not one of them, have Disney Plus. Um, right, and I, I don't. I, I liked watching Dance with the Star last year because they had such good talent. Selma Blair, I download. I'm listening to Mean Baby, her memoir. Yeah, is it good? Well, she is spending a is lot of time. It? She is. Mm-hmm. She is spending a ton of time telling us about her childhood. Yeah. Well, that's usually. Yeah. Is it she too much? She has to break it up a little bit. Okay. No, but she had a very, um, yeah, a lot of time. But her mom was a well-turned lady who loved, she bought her when she was in sixth grade a Burberry coat and just all this pressure to look good. Yeah. That's all the further I am. I mean, okay. there's a lot of drinking and things going on in her family, but she was very much an odd duck child. Okay. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Hollywood, uh, Henry Silva passed away over the weekend. He died at the age of 95, so a good long life. And you might think, who is Henry Silva? Grant posted a gallery of him. He's kind of the ultimate bad guy. Um, Here's how he got his break. He landed on the original Ocean's Eleven en route to becoming an honorary Rat Pack member after Frank Sinatra spotted him in a convertible at a stoplight oh. on Doheny in Santa Monica, where we always stay. Right where we are. And he looks, you will recognize him when you look at the picture. And wow. asked him to come to the studio the next day to read for a part. Wow. I think it was Johnny Cool. That's that's a cool find. Yeah, isn't it? He had it? an interesting look. Yes, and he yes. died. He died at the Motion Picture and Television Country House and Hospital in Woodland Hills. Yes. He played... Um, Let's see, he was in, Casey remembered him also from Sharky's Machine. I don't remember that. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy, Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. He's one of those guys you will recognize even though you don't know his name. It's straight out of central casting if you're looking for a villain. And his last movie was the Ocean's Eleven remake with Clooney and Brad Pitt in 2001. So 95, I that's a 95. long time. He made dozens of movies in Europe. The most of them were in the uh, Italian Polizio, Poli, 
Yeah, I don't know how to say that word. It's a genre. I think it's like, you know, mafia movies. Right, 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 right. So, um, anyway, yeah, it's that he was on Doheny Drive in a convertible. And Frank, I love it. you know, said, mm-hmm. hey, you got to come in. And, of course. You've got the look. You've got the look. And mm-hmm. he was fluent in Italian and Spanish, which is why he's in all these European movies. Okay, do you guys remember um, that movie Constantine with Keanu Reeves? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Constantine. Yeah, I remember. It's an adaptation of the Hellblazer comics, but it is a great Keanu Reeves movie. And it has kind of a cult following. It's from 2005. Yeah. Yeah. And Keanu is, you know, he's never been more popular than he is right now, I don't think. And he, for 20 years, he has expressed a desire to play to do a sequel. And yeah. the film wasn't well regarded by critics when it came out. It did okay. But the fanboys are um, didn't like his interpretation of this character. But anyway, apparently we're going to get it. It's going it. to be Constantine it, too. He plays a supernatural exorcist and demonologist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. So it'll be a couple of years before we see it. And um, I don't know if Tilda Swinton will be back, but he gets his wish. He has wanted to play this. And, I'm always happy when we can grant Keanu a wish. She doesn't ask for much from us. Well, Rachel Weiss was in it. Weiss, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gavin Rosendale. Rosendale. Mm-hmm. I never even knew he ever acted. Me too. That's uh Yeah. I didn't even, uh, yeah. Okay. I never saw it. Um, anyone see Jimmy Fallon by any chance on Friday night? He had Cameron Diaz on for, for some strange reason. He had a fri- Friday night show. He's got a full beard. And she just kind of giggled her whole way through. But one of the things that I just wanted to point out in, I haven't read his book, but I've read some experts, the Jan Wenner, mm-hmm. the guy who founded Rolling, Rolling Stone. Stone. Mm-hmm. You know, he hinted pretty strongly in his book that she told a researcher to die of cancer. He pretty much said that. Yeah. She told a researcher? Just- a researcher to die of cancer because she didn't like whatever he was telling her. Remember when she had her health stuff? Yeah. Or oh. her, that book and oh. she kind of had some or whatever. stuff? Yeah, she did. Oh. So anyway, she's... That's um, lovely. She, um, but he was funny because he told her, I was stuck in Gwyneth Paltrow's bathtub because you were late to your surprise birthday party. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Now that's funny. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> And he's got a full beard, but she was very flirty and giggly, and she's going to be in this movie with Jamie Foxx back in action. Right. That's what she was promoting. So, And then the guy who invented two buck chuck has passed away. Oh. Fred Franzia. That's, oh, and he Franzia. was from Franzia. Is he? So he's he's, it was, he's oh, the wine guy. He, I know, the two buck chuck at Trader Joe's. That's right. Uh, he once said if you got a group of people together and had a blind tasting between his $2 wine and a $10 wine, people wouldn't be able to, most people couldn't tell the difference. And he said, if you can't tell the difference or taste the difference, why spend the money? And he created this line that he sold at Trader Joe's, and it got dubbed Two Buck Chucks. It was the Charles Shaw line. And the Napa Elite, you know, he hated the Napa Elite, elite this Fred Franzia, and um, they hated him. And he told the ABC <laughs> News in 2009, I don't make wine to have it put in a closet or a cellar. And he was 79 years old. He was the he nephew... Really- was of Ernest Gallo, founder, founder oh, Gallo. of Gallo Wine. And really, Franzia was Franzia. the first, Franzia was the first, first box, box wine. Yeah. The family sold the business in 1973 to Coca-Cola, 
which used the brand to popularize boxed wine. Yes, they did. It was the first one. It was the first one. Yeah. And um, anyway, so just kind of, I just thought I'd... Uh, what was his name again? His name is Fred Franzia. Oh. And uh, they grew enamored of his affordable wine, but he admitted that the price was more of a marketing strategy because he thought people would buy more wine and then make more money. So... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, two bucks. R.I.P. All right, I know it. I remember when that first came out, people oh. went so crazy. You got to try the two buck chuck. The, oh. And the Franzia box was our 20s. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that I was... I've gone to showers recently where oh, they yeah. had the Franzia. There's out. a drinking game where you take the bag out of the box and you slap the bag and then you take it down like a beer bong kind of. Oh, oh, yeah. Stop. It's called sla- wine bag slap something. Yeah, oh, it's my a, gosh. All right. Yeah. Listen, when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Julia. How are you? Oh, doing fantastic. I'm here, too. And and Lori. (laughs) You broke them. Oh, I dropped them on the ground. Dang it. Okay, well, uh, MacGyver, those the best that you can. I'm going to. Uh, Did, Lori and Julia, did you listen to the Serial podcast back in 2014? I have no, no idea. but we no. followed it. We followed it because it felt like everyone in the whole wide world was listening to it except us. <laughs> well, if uh, you listened to it, followed it, well, there's a new development in the case of Anand Syed, who was the subject of the viral serial podcast all the way back in 2014. Today, a judge has overturned the murder conviction of Anand Syed, and there's going to be new serial episodes addressing this overturning of this conviction. Wow. Yeah. I can't even remember what the the person did. Murdered somebody. Murdered a oh. woman. Uh yeah, I you know what? I uh, spoiler alert. I am like you guys, I did mm-hmm. not listen to the original right? serial podcast, but yeah, this was one of the big first true crime podcasts yes. that captured the zeitgeist. So, you want to stay tuned if you are a fan of he's, serial. He's out of prison. He spent 22 years in prison. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were hoping he would get out when this podcast happened. Right. And so there's been a lot of back and forth since 2014 on whether or not the evidence produced by this podcast, which is a spinoff of This American Life, uh, would see him being released. He had been serving that sentence since the year 2000. and He has maintained his innocence. Mm-hmm. The entire time. Yeah. Uh, More true crime coming at you in the form of the way down scripted adaptation of that docuseries on HBO Max. Now, did either of you watch this? What's it called? The way down with with um, that was the one. What was that about? Was that the one with um, Mr. Darcy? Darcy? Was that Lori? What was the name of that one? I don't know. I don't know. I, this was the one about Gwen Shamblin. Does that name sound familiar? The woman with the really big hair. Oh, the the Christian, oh. like the dieting lady? Oh. The Christian, the God and dieting, that lady? Yes, that lady. She was the subject of the Way Down docuseries. She died in a plane crash before that docuseries could be completed. And now HBO Max is developing a scripted series based off of their own docu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You series. This is where we're at in 2022. Oh, wow. And Sarah Paulson is going to play Gwen Shamblin. Well, then they'll probably be pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll just put on a big wig. Mm hmm. And there she goes. There she goes. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is uh, posting a photo with his estranged wife, Jennifer Flavin, amid their divorce. Now we're wondering if there is any legs to the fact that they had a fake breakup before their reality series debuts. Oh, yeah. So this comes amid the news that Jennifer Flavin and Sylvester Stallone getting a divorce. And now he's posting a picture of the two of them walking off into the distance holding hands. An old picture and it says wonderful. And the old picture of his kids when they they're a little wonderful. Yes. What Weird. say you? I, I I just now it I think she really is sick of him. I do too. And I think he's rethinking things. Mhm. Oh, well, he has that tattoo of butt kiss the dog yeah. now. And they they did have one more episode to film of their family reality show that's coming on Paramount Plus, which is not a station or, you know, a channel or whatever a streaming service you think of for reality. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Agree with you there. Well, he has his Tulsa King show that's debuting on Paramount Plus mm-hmm. later this year, and that's from Tyler Sheridan, the Ooh. creator of Yellowstone. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. might be that might be good. I hope it's good for for his sake. Uh, well, yeah, I hope so yeah. too. I mean, thinking about Sylvester Stallone and getting into the reality business, seeing this more is probably an opportunity to soft launch his children into stardom. And that's why I'm wondering if he did this thing with Paramount Plus and like, I'll do Tulsa King, but I've got to have, um, you know, 10 hours to give my family a reality show. My daughters wish to be famous. Mm-hmm. We named them wonderful names. Sistine. Yes. Scarlet, Scarlet, Sophia, Sophia. It's just ready made. Ready made. Like get those kids a reality show. Uh, you're absolutely immediately. Right. Immediately, yeah. You're you. I all all signs point to that would be a negotiation tactic. Like I'm going to star in your prestige television show, but in return, I need some reality hours for the kids. Yeah. Such as the way fame is in 2022. Mariah Carey is throwing it back. Set to release her lost grunge album that she secretly recorded in 1995. I, I guess I am. Curious I have no idea. To hear it. That you can. There actually is a music video for one of the singles from this. So she recorded an alternative rock album back in 1995. It was released under the name Chick and featured vocals from her fen- friend and former roommate Clarissa Dane. Now, I don't remember the name of the single, but it's out there, and it played on MTV a little bit. Yeah, the album had a lipstick, and it says Chick, like C-H-I-C-K, someone's ugly daughter, and a lipstick mark, and, you know, she's the lead vocalist. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. People thought this was lost. Yeah, now this was recorded when Mariah Carey was working on her album Daydream, which was her last album under the guidance of her then-husband Tommy Mottola. And I'm sure he did not want her singing any grunge. Oh, absolutely not. Mm -mm. Like, no belly buttons, no singing Mm -hmm. grunge from Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said she wanted to release the album with her vocals at the time, but she said that that idea was stomped and squashed. 
Well, I guess I can't wait to hear. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious. I think, it, you know what? Mariah Carey is a very talented individual. Yeah, no kidding. And I feel like sometimes her talent is not honored in the way that it should be. Yeah. It's just like really like songwriting, directing, all this stuff. She's very creative. Yeah. So we'll be able to hear that very soon. Um, We're going to be seeing Avatar very soon. Uh-huh. I know. James Cameron, he thinks a lot about himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the New York Times, he's doing a new profile and he said about making these Avatar movies that he was receiving notes from the studio from 20th Century Fox saying that the movie should be shorter, too much flying. There's, what, what the heck is going on here with these guys? And then he said that the things that the, uh, that the studio balked at in the original Avatar were the things that the audience loved the most. And so then, fine, in these new ones, he's drawing a sand, line in the sand. He said, I made Titanic. This building, where we're meeting right now, this new half-billion-dollar complex on your lot, Titanic paid for that, so I get to do this. Okay. Well, he does have wow, a point, I guess. he totally has a point. Um, and where are we in the interest scale on these zero. Avatar movies? Zero. Absolutely zero for me. <laughs> Julia? I liked the first one. I we took Aunt Marlene to the IMAX theater. I didn't. I, I didn't go. I saw, saw I saw it just only five years ago with my son. Oh, okay. I just watched and it. And we were all like, Oh, that was cool. Yep. Glad it's over. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. I, I feel like my kids might want to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kinda liked it. Oh, sure. It might hit right in their nostalgia zone mm-hmm. from when when that movie came out and what age they were. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see it because I think I'm, you know, more in the Lori camp where it's like, well, this was an experience. Okay, that was fine. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. The the curiosity factor there in the second Avatar movie comes out in December. The Oscars are doing a little rearranging in their kitchen. Oh, there was a meeting over the weekend saying that they have some work to do and that they are going to try to modernize this telecast. And they have enlisted the help of people who have done a, a slew of Tony Awards to help them get the telecast back oh, on track. Good for them. The only thing that took it off track was the slap. I know. I know. Uh, Everything well, was going so well. A lot of people balked at the fact that they took the editing and some of the oh, more yeah. behind-the-scenes uh, Oscars That's off right. of the telecast. Yeah. That was, lest we forget that that was a big controversy before That's the slap true. happened. So uh, the Oscars, they're promising a new and improved telecast for 2023. Will anyone watch? I have no idea. We will. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, we will, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Rating two. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, Ollie, thanks so much. Have a great evening. All right, everybody. Uh, this is a report. This is a nice little... It was published in the journal Scientific Reports. Um, and it is... It's kind of an interesting study because they, they claim it's the first study uh, to show... To examine the most natural way to kiss, and they <laughs> they did they did it with um, it was the scientists at the University of Bath in oh, the I United love Kingdom Bath in England so pretty they yes. they uh, studied couples in Bangladesh because in kissing on TV or you know you don't see any kissing on TV or film in Bangladesh and, yeah okay yeah and uh, so. They're like, people won't be influenced by societal factors okay, about kissing. It. So anyway, the, the two-thirds of the Bangladeshi couples that they studied, whether they initiated or received the kiss, were found to have turned their heads to the right while kissing. 
um, men who are 15 times as likely to initiate a kiss compared to women, and they just studied heterosexuals, usually saw their wife mirror the tilt of their head when they smooched. And it just uh, showed that that turning to the right, uh, why we do that. And they believe that the head tilt to the right while kissing is in part determined by your predominant hand, more right-handers than left-handers, mm-hmm. and... Head turning is one of the first things that babies do in the womb. Oh, cute. Okay, but seriously, if you try, like, I'm I'm left-handed, but I'm pretty much right-handed, too. Mm -hmm. You're ambidextrous. I I go to the right. Mm -hmm. I can't, the left is so uncomfortable. Yeah. So if your partner goes to the right, everyone goes to the right, everything works. We are wired to tilt our head to the the right. right. And that's why it's awkward when someone comes in for the left-hand kiss. We, it's it's it not so weird. much conditioning as right? it's just a general human preference to do it that way. So, but try doing to the left. That's it hurts. right. It feels weird. Mm-hmm. It does. It feels weird. Now this study very much <laughs> interested. Really it does. Yeah. It totally uh-huh. feels weird. Oh, yeah. wow. It's like you have a neck strain. Now this <laughs> study was published in Computers and Human Behaviors, which is which is a um, not a place where I usually find anything sexy. Okay. But <laughs> while I was perusing it for study of da, I came across this study, and it seems like um, a study of da, uh, this study that was done. And here's the headline. Who would use a sex robot? Study identifies personality types more open to artificial love. And da. then the carry-on okay, down. Okay, wait a minute. Da. Da. Men. Mm-hmm. Men are likely... To be, right, the sex robot huh. users. Well, you guys have control of all that for the most part, right? Pretty much. That's why but we would probably... Pretty much. I mean, this isn't surprising at all. No. Because- well, and they're studying it because this is research from Concordia University. Hey-o. Because the AI world, they're going... We're going to have life-size, lifelike machines. They're going to become more and more realistic. Who on earth would use a sex robot? A lot of men. That's right. A lot of men is just going to be the answer. A lot of them. Women, we would... We're not really interested in sex robots. I mean, there is some... The current sex robot market pretty much caters to heterosexual dudes. Female erotic robots called gynoids (laughs) are seen much more often in the media, advertising, and websites. A high-end gynoid can cost $50. $15,000. Oh, yes. You've seen this before. They And you can customize them. Their personality member? What, yes. was, what was we that, had, Julia? I don't know, but we had something on this. There was there's a, there's a, a there was show a that show. came out where a guy would literally, he creates these AI robots yes. and he has a technology where if you want her to be sassy, if you want mm-hmm. her to be a little frisky, however color, you want the color of her right. hair, the eyes, yeah. you can change this to like an iPad built What in. dirty show were we watching? What was that? I don't know, but I remember this vividly yeah. and they're super expensive and they take a while to get yes. yes and you can throughout the whole process if you're feeling like you want someone to be submissive that night you can have that if you want someone to be mm-hmm. the, the aggressor that night you can have that you can change it's another way these... to stay at home and never leave your home that's right it's another intervert fantasy artificial love and artificial sex um doesn't i uh, please to us, it seems silly. Other people find it dreamy, Julia. And um, these people might be people who can't have partners. That could be. Mm-hmm. That could or aren't be. willing to leave their home to go find one. Right. Or right. their comfort zone and have a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Again, sex and computers. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Uh, it just feels, you've got a lot of money right in your hand now, and you. 
Yeah, right now, women probably do not feel that a robot product would meet their preference, their needs. No. Or their wants. The only one I came across, Lori, is seriously, this was in random last week from the machine. There is a robot that's being developed to, if you're tippy and you're going to fall, it will pick you up. Oh, wow. there I you thought, go. That mm-hmm. might be a purpose for us when mm-hmm. we age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone who just pops you back up. Yeah. And watches for you to make sure you don't fall. Yes. Yeah. It's like a service dog, but an AI robot right. following you around. With the hands. Yeah. That will, you know, break the fall. I like it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this is just, I like the headline just because, you know, being sex positive and everything over here. Woman quits job after making 20 times her salary with hairy sex content, mostly concerning her armpits. Oh, we've talked about more the than, poof is More back. than the poof. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. We're missing this whole, whole opportunity for income, people. <laughs> Uh, you'd have to change your name. I this lady I is can't Cherry grow the Mistress. There. I don't have hair. Oh, that's right. You had it laser. I had laser. You can grow hair other You know places. what might be interesting? <laughs> Not, but uh, Yeah, I could. Yeah. Um, especially off my shoulders and my back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be really kind of cute, mm-hmm. you know, and dye them. She you makes know? $20,000 a month. With her hairy armpit content. I want someone to call in and tell us if this stuff is for real <laughs> oh, with hairy armpit content. It is content. for real. There's anything, anything, anything. She's been doing it for a couple, but I, a couple of years. Out. Well, you know, you just have to remember that people, when they, like, especially, maybe not especially. But are, it are we seems going like, back to computers and stuff? No, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, think of your first, you know, like, if you... You have an experience, an erotic experience, and that experience sticks with you. For some people, a hairy armpit is a sign. You know, maybe that was like the first like, woman that they saw that they, they were attracted oh God, to. That they're attracted to. So that is where There's some a, yes. of these things oh, yeah. that seem like you're like, I what? Vi- I vividly remember my first hairy armpit person. And? Memory. Yeah. I was what? at Camp Wigiwagen. And? And it was a camp instructor from Sweden. And you were just like, wow, We were out cool. on trail, and she had hairy armpits. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who told us to use moss for your pads yeah. and everything. Oh. And I can't think of her name, but I was just like... <laughs> Were you kind of Why? impressed? No, I, I oh. didn't know how to deal with it. I oh, didn't okay. know what to think. I just had never seen it before, but I vividly remember it. Oh, Not I vividly remember way. holding up my armpit when a junior in high school yelling grow to my boobs and my armpit hair. I'm like, when <laughs> is anything going to grow? Because I was directly connecting my lack of breast development to the with lack, the lack of, of hair. 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 No hair. I, I, was I like, think it would have been funnier this- if you would have opened your shorts and junior high and screamed, Grow! Grow! <laughs> I was too busy worrying about the boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that is where those wow. little peccadillos, uh, you know, come about. I'm wondering if women with whiskers are making money on this site. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but probably not <laughs> as much whiskers. as an, a hairy armpit yeah, okay. or a hairy bush. Okay, because that's, that's an Italian's dream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know. Well, it all started with that, and so some of us—that was my first experience. Was was hair, hair, hairy armpits? No, but like oh. when I first saw Playboy, Playboy back in the nineties, yeah. oh, yeah. that was from the eighties, where they yeah. were still rocking a bush. And so from now, I'm like, oh well, let's that's see what sexy. this is like. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my sexy. first experience with the old, mm-hmm. you know, hairy, yeah, hairy. Hairy situation. And yeah. then when the 
porn and everything came mm-hmm. in and people were wanting to be able to see more things and they'd start taking away the body hair. And then that's where the imagery came through that women really do look like Barbie dolls, which right. we don't, no. you no. know, because Barbie didn't have any hair. <laughs> No. Never came with a little bush. I wish it would. It'd be or so even great. a merkin. Even a merkin. <laughs> even just a nice landing strip. But no, Barbie will be asexual to the end. No nipples, no bush Mm-mm, for you. All right, listen, we'll be right back. One news from Minnesota is one from Minnesota, Jamie Yukas, who mm-hmm. used to work on CCO on the morning show yeah. and now is on CBS Morning. She is going to host a Los Angeles morning show. And continue to be a CBS correspondent, but oh, she is. Yeah, I know it. I always liked her. Yeah, she does a lot of the entertainment stuff. She does do a lot. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of that. So she is, so that's, Neil Justin has been, just reported that. So good for Jamie. I know her mom had listened at some point, so. She probably still does. Very part. And if you missed the coverage this morning, of um, the Queen's funeral, PBS Tonight is going to be having um, coverage. You know, we're playing coverage scale in, down. in scale down, and the and the Vikings are playing the Philadelphia Eagles on ABC Channel 5. Right here at 7.30, Laura. Yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. good. I will mm-hmm. not be watching. Nope. I will. City, where are you going to be watching? City... City on a hill. City on a hill. There City on go. a hill. Probably go for a walk, though. It's so nice. It's so, so nice out. It's going to be like... Uh, Pat, get your shorts out again. Yeah, like really? 88 and super humid. Yeah, it's gonna be really oh, warm tomorrow. Yeah. But then after that, I think it gets back to like 67 on Wednesday. See, I really do think we're correct in counting September as the fourth month of summer. I love September weather. Oh, mm-hmm. it's usually, the best. yeah, if it's it really nice. is. If, if it's, it's not yeah, rainy, yeah. Wednesday yeah, 67 yeah. and mostly sunny. Thursday 63 and sunny. Oh, See, it's that's gonna more be cold. Oh, perfect. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday of next week, we've got 73, 63, and 65 and sunny. So see, we only have one down. day of rain possibly coming up here on Friday. That's yeah. it. That's nice fall weather right there. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. I uh, just want to let you know that um, Archie and Lilibet, Harry and Meghan's kids, mm-hmm. they will be prince and princess. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Just, you know, FYI. It's, There's it's a natural. lot of, a lot of, I mean, you know, the headlines are just so funny. Spider up stages, uh, Queen Elizabeth, Harry's breathing and standing, <laughs> silent support, Prince Charlotte tells Prince George to bow. The corgis attend. Emma the horse attends. Harry and William keep their distance. William reaches out a helping hand to Harry. You go first. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. I really do think the body language experts and the um, lip readers have been working overtime. They've been working overtime coming up with this stuff. The one gossipy story I will dig into maybe tomorrow is why Denmark's Crown oh, this is a good one. Princess Mary was, was uninvited, uninvited from yeah. the funeral. That was a good one. It was. Mm-hmm. She's 50 years old. They confirmed it. You know, she's a distant cousin of Queen Elizabeth. And, uh, you know, I'm curious 
I know there's space issues there. I wonder if... I didn't read. I just heard she was uninvited, so I don't know the story. Maybe they didn't want another attractive, hardworking royal brunette around. (laughs) 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 Honest to Pete. All right. That's all the time I'll spend on that one. Um, Take a look at, uh, if you want, the Corgis, Queen Elizabeth Corgis, uh, awaiting her coffin's arrival. That's what my mom told me. She just lost it. It was cute. I lost it for the bagpipe. Oh, I... The, the mournful just, note and yeah. him solo right yeah. there and it was it was sad it was it was I'm so glad I watched it though because never gonna see something like that again no. okay so what was I gonna ask you I did fast forward over some stuff I got to be honest okay I couldn't listen I mean that was I did not have five hours today thank I, you I don't thank you I want to ask you mm-hmm. because are you gonna go back into your role as the woman who knows the most about talk shows. Oh yes, I'm I telling, am. Okay, yes, I've, I've, I'd like I've, a report of Sherry, mm-hmm, of Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Of I heard someone Jennifer Hudson had an absolutely bonkers, delightful first week. Sherry is struggling with her footing a little. Bit. I thought so. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, the guy from Queer Eye who has a new talk show, Jonathan Van Ness. That guy. I, um, I think he's the one that people are crazy for, Jonathan. But Jennifer seems to be a natural, but they're all, they both have similar thing where Jennifer comes out and she. Kamaro Brown is the career. Oh, Karamo. Karamo Brown. Yeah. He's done ease red carpet for them a few times. So, um, but Jennifer Hudson and Sherry, they both kind of run out and um, do a little dance huggy kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I. Like Jennifer's show. You did. Did you I, yeah. tape it every day? I've already got it in the DVR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was wondering why Robin Roberts wasn't on Sherry last Friday, but she was packing for London. Yes, she was. That's what I think. She yes. was going to London. That's why she wasn't on. No big scandal there. No. But and then Jennifer Hudson was on Jason's show this morning because that airs on Fox. Oh, fun. And she was sitting on her couch and he they had a very fun chat. But she's Got that same quality that Kelly Clarkson has, and she just seems like herself. Puts people at ease. Very much so. Yes. So I'm predicting um, she's going to have an easier time of it. I, on Sherry's show, I just keep wondering where Norman is and the other lady, the crowd fluffer, right. Suzanne. Well, here's, here's the headline from Time Magazine. Mm-hmm. Blast from the past. Yeah. Um, still going. Talk shows are an endangered species. To survive, they must evolve. And so, um, yeah, they, and the picture is Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. She, if yeah. There's a lot of talk shows on. I know. If you, Tamron Hall, Jerry Shepard, Hoda and Kat, or Hoda and Jenna, yeah. um, Kelly and Ryan, Nick Cannon even still has. Yeah, his. I mean Jason. I mean yeah. he must watch TV for, yeah. for me every morning. I oh, watch yeah. him prepping, every day, prepping for a yeah. show. My mom watches them in Seattle, so yeah, you know. But he's celebrating eight years, so right. he's he's he knows how to it. do it. He knows how to do it. But yeah. it, the daytime is exploding with talk shows. It is. Yeah, and then the talk. You have the talk, which I don't. I like that Natalie Morales is on it, but I just. Who's I don't got time. I don't know that I like the. I hate five people on a panel. You know, in that casual format, it's a lot of talking over, and then you know we have the view. We didn't even talk about that. They got the day off today, though. 
with the, all the non back to back. I don't coverage. watch that, huh? I quit watching that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I too still much. like it's the view. Too much. I like the view. They have good guests. Yeah, they kind of have good guests, and I sometimes I fast forward over the political stuff. If oh, I don't want doing all that, but yeah. I know people were mad at CBS because they got away from the funeral to air The Price Is Right. They didn't they finish did. the last oh, part of the no. funeral, so oh, because it was it was very moving. Moving that was the at most the end. moving part. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, so people they, they chose the prices right. Come on down, come on down. Oh, not you, the queen. Oh man, I would have had complaints either way, right? Yeah. All right, go Vikes! Everyone have a fun night tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.